all seen that sometimes we we wonder why God touches some people and yet he doesn't touch us. When I mean touch, it's like he heals them. He blesses them. He does some things to them. And for instance, some of them you feel they are not even as active as you are. And so, it seems to be giving you some confusion. I want to just say something very briefly this morning by the grace of God. And to make you come to the place of readjustment of your heart. To understand that one of the things that draws God is your heart condition. Hallelujah. One of the things that draws God is your heart condition. And just like what we're saying this morning, the heart to do with your belief and your receiving him with regards to honor. When God's word comes to you and you honor it and receive it and believe into it, you draw God to your situation. I want to explain to you this morning that God is watching everybody and it's not far. If you think it's not seen, I want to let you know that he's seen and that your condition is not peculiar. But there is something you will need to know this morning as we read the word. That God definitely is going to show up on your behalf. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to give two illustrations. But let's quickly read the book of 1 Kings chapter 17. 1 Kings chapter 17. And the Bible says, I'm reading from verse 1. And Elijah the Tishbite who was one of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. Now when Elijah said this, it's not as if he found one word for himself. He spoke as he was instructed of the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay now. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee hence and turn the eastward and hide the sire by the brook Kidron, I mean chariot that is before Jordan. And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook. And I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. Hallelujah. If you are standing on the instructions of God, there is going to be provision. God's word will not take you out to a situation that will be frustrating. The brook dried out, but there was a commandment from heaven for provisions to be made for Elijah. And so, verse 5 says, He went and did according to the word of the Lord, for he went and dwelt by the book Credon, that is before Jordan. And the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning, and bread and flesh in the evening, and he drank of the brook. And it came to pass after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. And the Lord, word of the Lord came, it came unto him saying, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded, I would like you to mark that, a widow woman 
dear to sustain thee. Excuse me. First of all, he commanded the ravens to feed him. Now, I don't know how ravens heard what God said. Amen. God is still speaking. But ravens heard. That will also tell me if you are made in the image and likeness of God, even creature can also hear you. Hallelujah. It's interesting. And I hear in verse number 10 or 5, I mean 9 now, the Lord is also telling us he has commanded a woman. I'm also wondering how this woman heard God. We didn't know if there was an audible voice or something, but the way he commanded the raven was the way he commanded this woman. And this boat class of persons had God. God will sustain you. He could use things that you least expected to do the impossibles for you. Just as he's dealing with creation to respond to your need, even so will he command human beings to respond to your need. His son was in need. That creation was working on behalf of his son. Human beings were working on behalf of his son. Why? Because he was working by the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. The raven responded to the need because God commanded. This woman also is going to respond now because God commanded. May God begin to speak on your behalf. In the name of Jesus Christ. It's not a light issue, but I'm telling you that God can do these things for every one of us for one reason or two that I'm going to explain. Okay. And anytime, for instance, God speaks to you on behalf of someone, be ready to do it because I'm going to show you something as we progress. Okay, now, verse 10. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, I would like you to take note of verse number 10 very well. The widow woman was there gathering of sticks. <coughs> and he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. Listen closely. This woman, verse 10 is very important. I would like you to note it. This woman was gathering sticks are the askage of the town that is by the gate. It's very important. Verse 11. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thy hand. It's like this man was making too much demand. <sighs> he asked for water. Just like I'll go ask for water now. <laughs> Hallelujah. And as she was going, he said, hey, just hold on, hold on, just a little bit. Don't just come with water alone, come with some food together. I mean, there's nothing wrong if the man has to be free to express himself. Is that okay? I don't need only water, I need some food in addition. Amen. It's interesting. 
And this guy was working on the instructions of God, so he was not ashamed to say what he has to say. Hallelujah. Okay, verse 11. We've read that. And as she was going to fetch it, they called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, muzzle of bread in thy hand. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel, and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I'm gathering two sticks. I wonder why they were two. That I may go in and dress it for me and my son, that we may eat and die. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, for instance, this woman already knew it is finished. Is that okay? Hope is lost. And some of us are just like that. Even in the church, we don't seem to have hope anymore. We feel our situations have become hopeless. But the word will come. Hallelujah. And God will send someone to your life that will make a pronouncement and because he comes to your life, you will no longer die. But the key again is recognizing and receiving. Like we said in the morning. Okay. Verse 13. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said. But make me therefore a little cake first and bring it unto me. And after make for thee and for thy son. I wonder why this principle have to allow, I mean play out. You find that Jesus said the same thing to Peter. Go and get the fish. Pay for me first and for yourself. Why? Seek ye for the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All other things shall be what? Shall be added. Look at it. Say, make the food. You wait. You give me first. God first. You second. Give me first. Jesus went and said, we want to pay taxes. Okay, you just go get the fish. Not every fish. Get the one with the coin in his mouth. That was a good instruction. And when you come pay for me first, then pay for yourself. I don't know if that is making any sense to you. When you have your money, who do you think first? Who do you consider first? You might think about that. These are simple principles that run through the scriptures. God wants your attention first. Hallelujah. He wants to be in the first place in your life. He wants to be in your decision making, place God first. Are you there with me? Okay. And he went further. For thus said the Lord God of Israel, the barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail, until the day that the Lord sent rain upon the earth. Amen. And she went and did according to the saying of Elijah, and she and her, I mean, and her house did eat many days. And the barrel of meal, are you there? Wasted not, neither did the cruise of oil fail according to the word of the Lord, which he spake by Elijah. Hallelujah. Okay. I would like us to jump to a corresponding scripture in the book of Luke over the same story. Jesus make reference to this woman in the book of Luke chapter 4. Get down to the book of Luke chapter 4. And then let's look at verse 23 to 27 and then down to 28. Luke chapter 4. Are you there? The Bible says, And he said unto them, Jesus is speaking. You will surely say unto me, This proverb, 
Physician, heal thyself. Whatsoever we have heard done in companion, do also here in thy country. And he said, Verily I say unto you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. Amen. But I tell you of a truth. Now, follow the story here. Many widows were in Israel in those days. When the heaven was shut up three years and six months. When great famine was brought throughout all the land. But unto none of them was Elias sent. Save unto Seraphat, a city of Sidon. Unto a woman that was a widow. Are you getting this story? And many lepers were in Israel in the day, in the time of Elias. The prophet and none of them was clean, saving Naaman, the Syrian. And all day in the synagogue, when they heard these things, were filled with anger. Now, what is making them to be angry? I don't know. He is telling them the truth, but yet they were angry. Why were they angry? The statement and illustration was a rebuke to their hardened heart in not receiving him to themselves. Hallelujah. Are you getting this? I want you to follow. Jesus made a strong statement here. He said, when there was this famine in the land, everybody was in trouble. There were problems all over. There were several widows even in Israel. But only one woman was identified. But the funny thing I'm going to make you see is this woman was not even an Israelite. Are you still following what I'm saying here? He was not even an Israelite. Only one woman. A widow. But yet not even an Israelite. You can I use the word? This woman was not a Christian. So the question is, what was God looking for? How come God located? I'm trying to make you understand why some people, you think they are not who they are supposed to be to receive blessings. They receive blessings because there are things that God sees in their hearts. Praise the Lord. She was a woman from Sidon, which is not a city of the Jews. It's just like, I don't know how to put it, but just like I said, he could probably say she was not a believer. That is what we will conclude because she was not among the Jewish people. Are you there with me? So what would God be looking for to locate a person with with time to be not a believer? Huh? Are you there? So the point is, I'm going to make you see a scripture. Just like I said, why would God locate a woman who is not even a Jew to have her debt paid up? <coughs> Do you call this favor? Hallelujah. Any hold on your script. Let me just take some little water, please. Thank you. All right, praise the Lord. Up in the mind that. Okay, so why would God do this? I mean, to me, it's amazing. This, in our own classification, in our own way of thinking, some people 
not qualify for God's attention. Am I right? We, we often think we are the most qualified people to receive God's attention. But here is a woman who is not even among the congregation of the Jewish people. Yet God located this woman to have a debt paid. I believe there was something God saw in the heart of this lady. Are you sitting there with me? There was something God saw. There was something God is looking for. That when he finds that same thing in your life, he will dispatch people to your door. This woman was about to die. I mean, that's her final state. Oh, already concluded. Let's just eat this last meal and go. Um, maybe she needed it to walk through in the other side. Needed some energy. Let's just eat this and go. The last time and the last moment you feel life is finished, that's when God's going to show up for you. Hallelujah. This woman was in the land of Sidon, all the Phoenicians, a heathen where Jesus himself will go much later. He went to Galilee. He was in Galilee. He was not accepted. But if you study the scripture, you find that this same person or the same place where this woman was, Jesus finally got to that place. Why? What we discussed this morning again is a place where he can be accepted. It means there is a climate, there's an atmosphere within this city where people really have a perception and they have a heart for God and God is looking for such people. Wherever they are, he locates them to show himself strong. Can you follow me? Let me read the scripture. Uh, let's go to 2 Chronicles 16, verse number 9. 2 Chronicles 16, verse number 9. Let me read it. So that you can see exactly why this is happening. Praise the Lord. Are we there in 2 Chronicles? For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout what? The whole earth. Not just in the church. The eyes of the Lord run through and forth in the whole earth. To do what? To show himself strong in the behalf of those whose heart is perfect towards him. Can I hear an amen to that? God wants to prove himself when he finds the right heart. So to me, this woman had a right heart. That's why I'm saying there is something God is looking for in your life and in my life. And that is what is going to draw him. What draws God? Your heart condition. Hallelujah. The eyes of the Lord, the Bible says, is running to and fro. Around the whole earth. To show himself strong. In other words, God wants to boast on behalf of someone. He wants to boast on your behalf. He wants to do something that you least expected. When people think it is finished with you, he shows up. The eyes of the Lord is running to and fro. Over the whole earth. To show himself strong. On the behalf of those whose heart is perfect towards him. Praise the living God. And so here was this woman. She has a right heart, I believe. She has the right thoughts. 
I believe. And God will not allow her to go. She has a belief in the God of heaven. I gave you the story of a lady. I think in India also I was speaking to you about who was a Hindu. Who for 24 good years. She was serving the God that will save the whole world and love the whole world. I told you she was not in, in the four, four corners of the world you call church. For 24 good years. Why? Because she had people discussing. Not that she was preached to. She had people being discussed. There is one God who loves all humanity. And she simply said in her heart. If there is a God that loves everybody. I would like to serve that God. That was just all. For 24 good years, she never saw a Bible, never saw a preacher, nothing but she was worshiping this God. She forsook Hinduism. What will you call that one? A believer or what? She was so much more of a believer. What then is a believer? What defines belief? Not because you go to church, not because you carry the Bible. Your heart condition. Hallelujah. Because this woman, to us, is a heathen. She is not qualified by any means, by the standard of put together, to receive anything from God. Never qualified. She doesn't have a Bible. Hallelujah. But she has a heart for God. She, she has a heart. Her living is conditioned by the fear of God, I believe. And God is saying here, I will do anything for anyone. And I'm watching all over the world. I'm picking up people. Those whom I find that their heart is right with me. I show up. I want to prove myself strong on their behalf. God can provide for you. God can defend you. God can stand for you in times of trouble. Hallelujah. You just need the right heart and the right spirit. Anytime, anywhere you are. It doesn't matter your location. Because yeah, she was not a Jewish. She wasn't belonging to the Jewish community. Not at all. Let's take another scripture. In Jeremiah 32. Look at verse number 29. Or number 19. That's verse 19. Here it says, Great in counsel and mighty works for the eyes are upon all of the ways of the sons of men. To give everyone according to his ways. And according to the fruit of what? Of his doings. Your doings is basically a product of your heart. Hallelujah. Your doing is basically a product of your heart. It is what you think that you do. Amen? And God is telling us here that God is watching our actions. Is that okay? And by reason of our action, he responds. In other words, he pays us based on our actions, which is a product of our hearts. So to me, this woman... Who was supposed to be a widow? Who was a widow as a matter of fact? She had the right action because she had the right heart. Because he said, My eyes are moving to and fro upon the whole earth to show myself strong on the behalf of those whose heart is perfect towards me. She had a perfect heart. That means her lifestyle was also pleasing to the Lord. 
Are you still there with me? Now, I want you to think about this, but here we are in what we call church. With all that we are hearing and have been hearing for years, how much of our hearts have received a change? That have become or that is not producing a corresponding action that is pleasing to the Lord. So it is not that you don't pray. It is not that people don't pray for you. It is not that, I mean, I don't know. You are not involved in church activities or something like that. It is simply your heart conditions. Because you see, you may do all that you are doing and not with a perfect heart. Can I hear an amen to that? That is the issue, people of God. God watches. I, I, I think you need to really consider this Jeremiah very well. He said to give everyone according to his ways and according to the fruit of what? Of his doings. Quick, like I said, it's a product of the heart. Did you get that? Your action is a product of your heart. I don't know how you live, but I'm trying to make you understand that the way we live, we can live beyond what our heart dictates for us. And that also draws God's attention to do for us what he intends to do. And then he says he will do for us according to what? Our own doings and our ways. Hallelujah. I still want to say it to you loudly this morning. If God could visit a woman who was not among the Jewish community and Jesus could make reference to that. And going by the scripture, Jesus equally went to that city. He tells us something. If our heart is right to receive him, to honor him, to obey him, he will show himself strong on our behalf. Hallelujah. Was this woman in prayer before the Lord showed up? Listen, he said, I have commanded the widow. No, 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 no. That tells you something again. The commandment God gives is for your own benefit. Because if that widow have not responded to the commandment to make the provision for Elijah, his debt, I mean her debt will not have been paid. Am I correct somebody? Anytime God gives you an instruction, it is for your own benefit. Not for God's benefit. Now if you look at Matthew chapter 8 verse number 11, the Bible says, And I say unto you, that many shall come from the east and west, I shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. What does that mean? Take these three scriptures together. It tells you something. Jesus is saying here, there are so many who seems not to be in what you call the church. But they are going to receive visitation from the Lord. Because they have the same spirit that Abraham, Isaac and Jacob had. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob were people of faith who believed God. Are you still there with me? And so, Jesus is saying here, there are so many who seem not to be in the four walls of what you call the church, but they have faith in the living God. Are you surprised therefore that God is rewarding people that you least expected? They may not be spending the all night you spend. They may not be spending the hours you spend in prayer. But you see, certain things are happening. Why? The conditions of their heart. Their faith in the Lord. They have the same faith Abraham had. They have the same faith Isaac had. 
they're having the same faith that Jacob had. Jacob believed God. Every one of them believed that there's a living God. Are you still there with me? The conditions of your heart will determine your doings. I just want to pray this morning that God will help you to see what I'm seeing here. To know that when you put yourself in the position to live out what God is instructing you to live out, and that you have a right heart towards your fellow being, towards your husband, towards your wife, towards your children, towards your father, you have the right heart towards everyone around you. God sees that, and there is a reward that comes to you, even when you least expect it. This woman was not expecting anything. Am I right, someone? She wasn't expecting anything. She wasn't even expecting a prophet to come around her. Why would she expect a prophet? She wasn't living among the people that have prophets. She was not an Israelite. So what was she expecting a prophet for? She wasn't expecting anything. But here was God. Because she fulfilled a condition. The eyes of the Lord is moving to and fro upon the whole earth to show himself strong on the behalf of those whose heart is perfect towards him. A perfect heart. Help me tell you, neighbor, we are talking about a perfect heart. Hallelujah. This woman has faith and he has the right spirit. So I'm saying, faith and the right spirit draws God's attention to meet the needs of this woman. She was not the only widow in the land. Neither was she an Israelite. God can locate you by reason of the state of your heart disposition. That is the state we are right now, people of God. Why are we missing some visitations? With all that we do as believers. With all that we do as Christians. With all the prayers and the services we are entering. Why is it that God is not visiting us? The state of our heart. And the funniest thing is this. I don't know your heart. Only God knows. And he who rewards the heart is the one we are talking about now. Are you sitting there with me? I don't know. Your reward can come from me. It must come from him. Who knows the conditions of your heart? Hallelujah. God's eye is still, is still watching. I'm trying to admonish out this money. People, make your heart right before God. Try to escape from certain things that you ought not to do because of the fear of God. Just knowing that God is watching me. And he could do something for me. He said he will reward you according to your doings. Hallelujah. Now I want to show you something here. I'm trying to round up. This woman got an instruction. And like I said before, I don't know how the raven heard God, but he heard. I don't even know how this woman heard God, but she heard. Hallelujah. You will also come to the place where you are going to hear God. Now, I'm going to be explaining something to you. There is nothing that proved to us there that God spoke loudly and on this woman head when he said, go and take care of Abraham in Elijah. There was no scripture like that. There is nothing to prove that. But listen to me. Something happened. God can prompt you from behind the scene unknown to you to do things to some people. Are you listening to me? This hearing is intuitive. It is from within. It is a prompting of the spirit because your spirit is joined with the spirit of the Lord. Are you see that? He said, I've commanded a widow. In other words, 
and persuading her to do what she's going to do for your sake. You respond to her. Watch this. Anytime God sends somebody to you, it's for the benefit of both of you. Have you noticed that? The Lord is just making me to see another simple example in the Bible. How many of you know about Colinius? Colinius was not a Jewish person. Remember that? Did God visit Colinius? What was the reason God visited Colinius? His heart was right. He had the fear of God. Church, let me tell you this. Don't tell me those out there don't believe in God. Because some of their actions, some of their attitude, if I have this position, I'm sorry to say, could be by far better than so many of us called Christians. Am I right? Look at Colinius. He was not a Jewish person. And here was the record of heaven. Your arms given and your prayers have become what? A memorial before me. He wasn't going to any place called church. Somebody's making me to say, what? Pastor David, maybe you say we don't need to come to church anymore. Oh, you got me wrong. What I'm saying is, yes, very well you're doing the right thing. You should have a double visitation of the Lord if you come into church and you have the right heart. Hallelujah. Now watch this. When God gave the instruction, this is where it's going to play out. God sent people to you, receive them. It's both for your benefit and the benefit of the one sent to you. Now watch this. Elijah was in need. Is that okay? And the woman was also what? In need. Two needs have to be met because two persons have to agree to come together. Is that okay? God gave his, go and meet the woman. And God is speaking to the woman unknown to her. Go and provide for this man. And both of them had their need met because they followed the instructions of God. And that's exactly what I'm saying this morning. If only you can hear God in your mind to do those things that God wants you to do. Your need shall be met. Amen. When you get down, I want to show you something which is interesting to me. And this is the way it plays out. The Bible says when Elijah was going to the city, this woman was gathering sticks by the gates. What does that mean? Do you mind gather sticks at the right time? When Elijah was to come. And the right place for Elijah to see her. And to have her problem solved. Do you understand what I'm saying now? You will not miss your timing. I want you to see that. She came to gather stick. Why was she going to come to gather stick at that time? That Elijah was coming. She never went earlier and she never went before. And she went to the right place which is the city gate where she can be easily noticed. You will not miss your visitation in the name of Jesus Christ. May your legs not take you where you are not supposed to be. Anytime you are moving, may you be moved to where you will be noticed to have your problem solved. Glory to God. I'm just interested in that because he struck to me and I keep saying, God, 
May I not walk towards every environment that you have not ordained for my life? This woman moved to the city gate at the right time. Yes, yeah, she needed to get her sticks. But it's like she waited for the right moment, the appointed moment that Elijah would show up. If she had gone before Elijah came, Elijah would not have noticed her. If she had come earlier or before, she would have missed everything. But she was so timely instructed by the Lord that she came right to that place to gather the sticks and here was Elijah passing by and Elijah noticed her. And may it be that whoever God will send to you will also notice you. In the name of Jesus Christ, may you be noticed and may you be at the right place to be noticed in the name of Jesus. This woman was noted because she was right at the very spot where she was supposed to be. Timing is crucial in spiritual things. Timing is crucial. And may God give you the instruction to move at the right time so that you don't miss your blessings and that which God have for you. Anytime God is making you to move to certain individuals, to certain places, check it out if this is God. Maybe that was the moment of your visitation. Hallelujah. Why God will move you to some places because your heart is right. God saw the heart of this woman and God said, you need to go and get your debt paid. And this is the way you're going to pay your debt. You are going to meet somebody else who is going to meet your need. Just like you have need and he has need. Praise the living God. Second thing I want you to pick from that passage is she got divine instructions from the prophet on what to do to get her problem solved. And that's another thing. Second Chronicle, you read. 2020, if you're listening, if you receive, are you getting that? And, and she says, what's your problem? Okay, I have debt to pay. I'm about to die. Okay. You just go and gather some vessels. What do you say you have? I have a cruiser for you. Keep pouring. Did you get that? She received divine instruction from the prophet and her debt we are paid. Listen and listen closely. I'm not against prayer. People should understand me. But listen to me. One word, one instruction from God can set the whole of your world in a different direction. What do you have? Now watch it. And the Bible tells us that the oil did not cease according to the word of the Lord which the man of God spoke unto her. Here was a daughter becoming an oil merchant in the city. Hallelujah. And again I have to emphasize, it's not as if she belonged to the Jewish community. But already in Sidon, she's got a fame already. You want to buy oil? She's an oil dealer. And some of you will soon become oil dealers in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Do you want some oil? So can you go to the woman. Now I'm thinking, by the way, by the time God finished with her, she was no longer named or seen as a widow, but she's now the oil dealer. I believe she was the only best oil seller in that city. God wants to transform your life. Are you still there? When God changes your situation, gives you another name, you will never be remembered by your old name. I don't see anybody coming again to call this woman a widow that is owing debt. I don't even see any debt or coming to knock on the doors of this woman anymore. In fact, whoever is coming to knock on the door is coming to buy oil. She was an oil dealer. Your name shall change. Your situation must change. Your condition is changing. Because you are taking instructions in the name of Jesus Christ. Are you getting that? Okay. 
It took the inspiration of God to drop into her heart to find herself doing what she was doing because the Bible said she was commanded. What was the commandment? Like I said, there are certain inspiration that God is going to be dropping in your spirit. If you are the one who have a perfect heart, you're thinking about God. You feel, well, God must take the first place in your life. There are certain instructions that God is going to be dropping in your spirit. And God wants you to walk by those little simple instructions. And you're going to be amazed what God will do after that. It was simple instruction, simple inspiration. And I said, you need to do this. And somehow, I don't know, like I said, it wasn't by dream, it wasn't by audible voice. But all we know, if the raven heard God, this woman also heard God. Hallelujah. I don't know how the ravens were rewarded, but I know how this woman was rewarded. Praise the living God. Are you see that? And it's miraculous because ravens were supposed to be scavengers who eat dead things. But here were ravens producing food. Oh my God. So even that situation will speak on your behalf. In the name of Jesus. Am I talking to somebody here? Ravens were not supposed to eat good food. They were supposed to eat dead carcasses and things like that. How could ravens that were not supposed to eat human food produce human food for this man that needed food? Oh, come on. That tells me something. Is anybody getting this picture? It's amazing. And that is God's miracle. God has only been a miracle worker. And he has not stopped being a miracle worker. And even because of you, he will increase being a miracle worker. Dead ravens. I mean, ravens that were eating dead things were producing food for Elijah to eat and being satisfied. Oh my God. God will even speak to your enemy to sustain you. Every death situation around you will speak for your life. Life will come out of the thing. Come on, I see the same thing with the issue of, of, of Samson after he killed the lion and the parable came. Can any dead thing come out of a dead lion? All is coming out of dead lion in the name of Jesus Christ. Are you following what I'm talking about? Your situation is going to speak for you. God just wants you to have the right heart. He wants you to have the right spirit. Every debt you are owing will become something completely different. Man will come and no longer call you a debtor. You are becoming the one that provides. You are becoming a lender from this moment. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Just have the right heart. Just listen to the instructions of God. Your debt is becoming a house where people come to loan. You will be the lender. The Bible says, and not the borrower. You will be the head and not the tail. And so shall it be in the name of Jesus Christ. I see you rising from your position. I see this changing for you from your position. In the name of Jesus Christ. Your death situation must speak on your behalf. Yes, ravens will come. The situation that seems hopeless will begin to speak for good. Because there will be a visitation. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. I want you to understand this simple thing this morning, people of God. You see, we don't need to struggle to get God's attention. We only need to position our heart to get His attention. Because His eyes are still moving all over the earth. In fact, it's everybody, not some of you, not just some, some people, everybody, His eyes is moving. He wants to show Himself strong on the behalf of those whose heart is perfect towards Him. And when he saw the heart of Elijah, because his heart was perfect towards God, ravens that wasn't supposed to produce human food, they were producing human food. 
I mean, that's something that is awesome if you need to watch it and think about what I'm talking about. These are scavengers, but producing food that Elijah was eating. Oh my God. And here was a widow that was supposed to die, but she had to make provision. And because the woman responded, I repeat again, her debt were canceled. Her debt were paid out. But don't forget the instruction. And you simply say, hey, you woman, give to me first. And then you give to your son and yourself. Place the kingdom of God first. Let his thought, the kingdom thought, the righteousness thought, let it overwhelm your heart. Set your heart right. God will show up on your behalf. Thank you, precious father. I just want to pray for our people. I want to believe. Can we please stand up? I want to believe that God is going to be speaking to someone this morning.